This is a Sage Advice Podcast, and I am just giddy with joy. Uh, one, starting with, I'm going to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert tomorrow night. Also, um, I'm with, I'm talking with a man that was in the same room as Serena Williams. Um, not almost the same, almost the same room, I would like to be, uh, correct. So then, um, you won't think I'm a loser, because I haven't met Serena Williams yet. I don't know, Serena Williams just doesn't like Yosemite, California, and that's okay. Serena, I get it. Uh, yes. If you haven't guessed it yet, um, I am with Edwin. I don't know why you wouldn't guess that. He's the only man on this podcast that plays tennis because you are a Southern Cal man. So um, that's not a North North thing. When people come in from the North and they're like, yeah, we're playing tennis. We're like, where is your gated community at? Because we would like to move. And I would like to say I am in an upper middle class family, but we just never play tennis. It was, so I don't know what is going on with our family. That was just never in our line is to play tennis. So, um, but this isn't about tennis. This is about something else, something much deeper and something that needed to be said a long time ago. And yes, yes. <laughs> um, the podcast, I said I didn't want my brand to be, like, roasting people and, like, insulting art, but it's time that it happens. It's time that we roast bands that need to be roasted a long time ago, and I'm so excited. I'm very excited. You know, I'm looking forward to this this conversation. You know, uh, the, the, first podcast, the first podcast about the Morrissey, uh, you know, the conversations that we were having. I, I really like that one, but I feel like this one I'm just gonna, you know, just spit diarrhea out, and uh, you'll know why it's a bit. Yeah, I felt like we were, like, I was just waiting for the right moment to uh, release my true feelings about bands that should never exist. And now, to describe my list, um, I'm not gonna give anything away yet, we're not there. But to describe my list, it's uh, mostly full of rappers and quote-unquote commercial punk bands um, that are always headlining, they're always a feature uh, within the festival tours or within a, a feature of a rap song with a really great rapper. So that's what I had to do. And also, also one of them headlined Coachella a couple of years back. And my grandpa really likes that band, so that's what I'd also like to add to give away any hints. Would you like to describe your list without giving anything away? I, th- I think I might know who you're re- referenced to, uh, <laughs> referencing right now. Um, I I won't say it right now, but I think I might have. <laughs> you know, I, I might I might be pretty close. <laughs> um, in terms of my list of, uh, so I created two lists. I created the overrated list and the bands that I really hate, but. Um, yeah, I think my list really is just stuff that you, you know, you turn on your car, oh, I forgot my auxiliary cord, I have to listen to the radio, and that is the thing that is playing, you know, that that band or that artist is playing on the radio, and that's kind of what I, that is my overrated list, you know, that's kind of what it consists of, so, I don't know, we'll we'll find out, we'll find out, and then I'll see if, I'm I'm surprised by your list, or maybe if we have something similar, you know, um, I'm very curious. As am I. Uh, now, what makes you put these like 
So describe what makes you hate these bands. The overrated list or the bands that I hate? The hate part. I want to hear the hate part. Why did you hate these bands that you chose? Oh, gosh. Where to begin? It's just a lot of reasons. But to be quite frank, it's because, you know, um, they're literally the worst thing, in my opinion, from just releasing garbage tracks, albums, and also, you know, just being corporate sellouts to everything, pretty much. Um, The list goes on. (laughs) To um, describe what made me put them on my hate list, uh, it would mostly just be like, I don't understand. I understand their music. I do. But I feel like their music just was so commercial and wasn't intimate and real. Like, it wasn't real enough. And I think most Morrissey fans can describe most of their bands they hate just like that. Is like, they weren't real enough. They weren't intimate enough. You can tell they were just doing it to target a whole brand than a whole certain type of audience. Uh, so that that's to describe my hate list. Now, my overrated list is a little bit different because I didn't hate those bands at first until they started coming up with more and more records. That's kind of like, I like them in their old stuff until they went commercial and they were just like, we need to headline all the tours and maintain a new audience, but we're maintaining a new audience by also not being true to who we really are. And you that's know, very true. I like, I like how you pointed that out. And it's true. Um, I think there are bands out there that are just, uh, I don't know. They're not, they're not true. They're not pure. They're not like how they originally, you know, were, you know, when they were in their prime and now, you know, of course all bands tend to age and mature, but then, you know, we have this wave of, you know, these, this, this, these hipsters and, you know, they're trying to like mesh, you know, these bands are trying to like, you know, kind of mold themselves in in this culture that's going around and i just feel like sometimes it just becomes a little too shoehorned and just it's the performances and the songs aren't pure and the quality aren't that great either so i don't know correct me if i'm wrong here no you're not wrong it's true it's like they lose their quality once they start uh trying to be like everybody else or trying to maintain the record sales. Yep. It's all about them sales. Yep. And uh, if Beyonce taught us... Beyonce taught us this. You can keep making record sales if you slowly, increasingly get better. Like, if you... Like, you know what I'm talking about, too. Like, she sounds like the newer artists that we have, but she still has her own... Uh, style to her yeah to be quite honest uh i'll admit this uh i didn't like the not this new last album that came out lemonade but the other this the the previous album before that what was the title beyonce yeah i did i wasn't a huge fan of that album i'll be honest i I didn't like it at all i only like two tracks probably three um, but this Lemonade album, oh my god, it, it, it blew me away completely. And, and I'm, I'm being quite honest here, like, I'm a guy that is very open to any artist, and I like how 
she collaborated with Jack White, and that just is one of the things that kind of made made this album very unique. You know, her collaboration with Jack White, um, the new approach to certain things. You know, the new themes and the new approach to uh, to certain things. That I don't know whether it's personal or not, uh, if it's stuff that's just completely made up. But uh, and and the production of that album was just completely better than the other album that she had released which was beyonce so yeah that's just you know my my thoughts on on beyonce i do love her and she's always you know one of the best performance uh performance uh artists out there and uh you know one that you know is just very unique in in its own way so yeah now some people will say that beyonce too is overrated and overhyped now, I am not saying that. Those are not my words. Those are quotes. Do not come for me. I did not say that. Now, what I would like to know... not on my overrated, overrated list, so just letting you know. She's not. <laughs> She's not, so don't, don't come for Edwin either. But, yes, please weigh in below if you agree with this. I know my older audience will. Because every time I mention it, they roll their eyes. I'm like, yeah, she's mentioned a lot in the podcast. They're like, she's so overhyped. That's just PR at its best. That's just marketing at, at its best. Now, uh, I would like to know. Do you, like, if you take off your goggles, like, the Beyonce love, like, let go of that love for a minute. Between the two of us as PR marketers, um, would you say that she probably has the best PR marketing team any celebrity could ever have. Yes, they probably make. But the thing is, I'm 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 taking out. I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, like you know, like as you know already. But the one thing that I will say, if I were a huge huge fan and I took those goggles up, you know, like you were saying, I still think I I will, you know, I will admit and I will say this that this woman is different and it's she's unique. She's got personality. She's got character. She's got all the qualities that make a pop star, you know, a pop star. Have that label. So, there. I, I don't know. My, my case is close. My case is done. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would say that she does. She's She has quality. Like, she has talent. She has skill. And a lot of skill. She, yeah, exactly. A lot of skill. But some of it is her skill, her own personal, like, natural gift. But then, if you really think about it, like, her performances, her political stances she takes while she performs. Now, that's not her. That's her PR team. That's her marketing team. So, I get it. I get why people are like, don't fall into that hype of it. But I would say she does it well. There's a lot of people that try to take a political stance and they don't do it as well. But she's not on my list either as well. But I just felt like mentioning that, being that I hear that a lot from the older audience. Uh, let me know, um, the beehive. <laughs> what is, well, how do you feel when people say that about the queen? <laughs> let me know below. <laughs> because I live for those comments when they just go off defending Beyonce. There you go, the hate comments. <laughs> They're like, what? You said Beyonce is overrated? I didn't say that. Your mother's did. <laughs> uh. Your grandpa said that. Right. <laughs> yeah, your grandma said that. I mean, uh, what is like one <laughs> artist you like, but everybody says they are overhyped and overrated? Ooh, let's start with the first one. 
You ready? Yes. Oh my gosh. Cold play. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, they suck. <laughs> uh, well, they're not on my hate list. And here's why. I liked Coldplay. Back in high school, I had Coldplay on my iPod. Um, I had, I, I believe, their first two CDs. They were good. They, you know, they, they were a great band. Uh, were. You see how I'm using the you know, the word were, um, but just lately, you know, I just feel like, um, people really put Coldplay on, on a pedestal and I, I, I know they're great. They're really talented. They, they, they produce, you know, really catchy songs, but when really dissecting Coldplay and really, if you were to micro, you know, and really dissect them and, and go really, really deep with what they really make it's not that great and some stuff you know some artists have kind of already done it and so that's why i think it just kind of is overrated and they're they're a great band but i just don't know why people really praise him and you know give him this this huge huge uh recognition like if they're the only band that has ever done that and i always come and you know, bring my argument card to the table and say no, uh, they're kind of overrated. So that's that's me in regards to Coldplay. Yeah, like to dissect them barely. Okay, so describing them aesthetically, like if you look at their last, like the way their setup was when they perform live, like they basically look like MGMT, Empire of the Sun. Like they look just like them aesthetically, just without the makeup. Yeah, except with, that's it. All they needed was the makeup, but they're too damn old. It would just be weird. So aesthetically, yeah, they look like every indie uh, college band that we all like, like like MGMT, Empire of the Sun. Then you listen to their sound, and it's a mix of who they are and then like every pop male band that wants to be a college band but still has to come to your mother. Like, your mother wants to like them, too. So, yeah, like, yeah, I get it. They're way overrated, and they they do exactly what you said. They sound just like every other band. They, they sound the same. It's commercial. And they copycat. I agree. Um, yeah. Chris Martin, uh, he is very talented, but, you know, um, it's not that he's... It's not like... Because people, people think that Chris Martin, you know... The guy's a genius. The guy, you know, can sing really well, and he, 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 you know, makes one of the most catchy songs out there. And they, they, they're always on the Super Bowl, and and this and that. And and I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Like, you know, Chris Martin isn't the only guy that's done this. You know, and he isn't the only guy that created this formula. Like, there are other bands out there that you know have pretty much done the same thing as Coldplay. The only thing is, just like you said. Coldplay has, you know, you know that that <clears throat> that label, um, you know the, that marketing team, you know they have that name already, and so I feel, you know, that, that that's that's a little upsetting in some way because um, you, I can not on the top of my head right now, but if you would give me like probably you know an hour or two, and I can go dig into my music and I can find things that sound very similar to Coldplay, and and I can just, you know, bring that to the table and say, here, 
let me just lawyer you and tell you that there are bands that sound pretty similar to Coldplay, and they're very independent and don't have a you know superior label like they do. So there you have it. Bam. Look at that. Bam. We just told you why Coldplay sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't suck. They're just overrated. <laughs> What's next, Edwin? <laughs> tell All us right. who to hate next. <laughs> And I hope I don't get any hate for this. And it's not like I'm saying, this is a list that I, it's not a hate list. It really isn't. Uh, in just a bit, I'll get to it. <laughs> and this is a band that I really, truly think they, they are a band that uh, has influenced a lot of bands. And it's the Beatles. I had to put them in my overrated list. I'm not it's surprised. Some... I'm really not surprised by that. A lot of millennials hate, they're like, the Beatles, what? Exactly. I'm not surprised at all at that. Yeah. And, and, and it's not, and again, like I said, I know if you're going to, if, if you are listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, don't, don't hate on me. It's not that I don't like them. It's just, they're a little overrated. Uh, the Beatles are, you know, they're everywhere. They, they've got everything. Uh, and it, it, I mean, I don't even know how many documentaries for, from the Beatles they have. Like the BBC has like five and, uh, you know, there are, like, other documentaries as well. And then, you know, single documentaries just talking about, you know, whether it's George Harrison, uh, Ringo, you know, Paul, and and and, um, and John. And, and I'm just like, okay, like, you know, like, I think they're just a little too overrated. And I know they, they created sounds that, you know, and they were the first to kind of experiment with certain sounds. But I feel like, I don't know, they, 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 they kind of are a little overrated. And uh, um, they are mentioned a lot. And sometimes it can kind of get annoying in some way. But, you know, during that time, the Beatles weren't the only band that were creating these experimental sounds. You have Bob Dylan as well. Um, you know, you have um, Simon and Garfunkel. You know, these, these, these guys were also experimenting and using the same technology that the Beatles were, you know, doing when, uh, at, at that time, but it's always the Beatles, always the Beatles. <laughs> nope. The Beatles did this. I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me, let me, let me tell you a little bit about who else was playing during that time or who else was, you know, on the top of the charts during that time. So yeah. what is the most overrated Beatles song you think there is? I can't think of one. I, I feel like. It's not just songs, it's albums. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because you can't, the beat, it's like when people say, like, you know, what's what's your favorite Beatles song? And I feel people always say this, um, because there are, there are so many favorites. You know, it's like, I want to hold your hand, hello, goodbye. Um, you know, if you want to include some of the stuff from the Abbey Road album, it's just, I can't think of one exactly. I can't really think of one. I can name one for you. Here Comes the Sun is the most overrated song by the Beatles there is. Oh, that's that's the one that you put on your list? If you you were to, you know, have a list right now, the overrated, the the top overrated, you know, Beatles songs, uh, Here Comes the Sun would be on, on the number one? Yeah, Here Comes the Sun would be the most overrated song by the Beatles. Then the album, my choice would be Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, I think so too. Sergeant Pepper and, and Abbey Road, I think, are just a little too overrated. Yes. Um, the one, uh, the one album I feel like doesn't 
get as much praise in my opinion might be uh the, their white album i could be wrong some people might be like no actually actually that that, that is studied in, in music theory class <laughs> okay sorry i didn't take music theory or you know any any course like that in college but i feel like their white album is actually very experimental in some way um i feel like it, i wasn't there but just from what i think of that album i think they had so much fun recording that album that um critics or even you know people who listen to it don't really realize how much creativity in you know was involved and not only that you know fun when you're actually you know i've only been in like garage bands but from friends who are in actual serious bands they said that when when you have fun and your and your egos are actually like this you know all together aligned no ego is bigger than the other you know and everybody's having fun and everybody's collaborating and contributing you know you will have a very awesome album and a very fun album to put out there you know and yeah. i always think the white album was one of those albums you know that that um that really um was fun too and maybe sergeant pepper but i just think it's the white album yeah yeah that is true though because like you never hear mention of the white album you hear it here and there in documentaries but you'll only hear sergeant peppers is like the album for experimentation and different instruments that they had on and popularity i mean just listen to helter skelter on that album on the white album like it's it's just uh good song it's a really good song helter skelter for those of you wondering is actually about a murderer yep there you have it to to ruin it for you guys yes it is about an actual murderer i forgot which murderer it was but it is about a killer a a killer of the Um, 60s which one is it no i'm not very knowledgeable on it i remember kind of hearing a little bit about that um but i don't have the correct facts I can give you alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, this isn't about albums, but I would like to mention while we're on the subject, um, the most overrated album, even though I highly respect this band, uh, I think they're really cool, as you all know. I think the most overrated album by this band I, hi- I really like would be um, Nevermind. That is very overrated. <laughs> and if those of you who don't know what Nevermind is, Please turn this off and um, please take a go music. Yeah, yeah, go do some music education uh, courses. But yes, that's Nevermind by Nirvana. I would find that a little bit overrated. And here is why. Listen to their last album, Intesticide. All right, listen to it. Listen to it. Then compare the lyrics from any song you like off that album to Nevermind. And there you have it. They grew so much from that album, uh, from Nevermind, that you just, you gotta, you just gotta understand, like, that is a really, really good album, but everybody only knows Nevermind. Yeah. I like the first, um... Bleach? The first album, Bleach? Yeah, Bleach is metal. Like, that was, like, right towards the end of metal hitting the grunge part. So, yeah, that's, like, a really good album too and that also is not respected either yeah that's like the butterfly coming out of the cocoon 
Yeah. Because the sound on the first album is excellent. And yeah. then, never mind, you hit, like, the grunge error. But then you hit Intesticide. Look at that. Like, that, the lyrics get way better. Like, the lyric, the writing is excellent in the growth of it, which you don't see a lot of, which is the balance that a lot of these bands that we have on our list uh, don't have, is, like, the growth of the ending of an era, like uh, Bleach had, then hitting it right on the dot and then growing into your own sound, but um, still staying true to what's on trend. See, there think about go. it. Think about it, you guys. Well, you should be happy that I don't have Nirvana as, <laughs> you know, a band that I selected on my overrated list. A lot of people, yeah. A lot of people would say Nirvana is overrated. I don't know. Um, I, I don't, no, they I, only had three I, albums. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They only had three albums. You can't hate that. No, no, no. Uh, but you want to know my uh, my next band that I have on my list? Oh, uh, you know I do. I'm very excited. Okay. I'm going to go on a small little rant here, but <laughs> not that big. Pink Floyd. I'm not surprised by that. Okay, and the reason I think they are overrated is just here in SoCal, I just see a bunch of freaking Pink Floyd shirts and these girls having these Pink Floyd shirts, and I'm just like, okay, like, give me, name a song. Name a song from Pink Floyd. And they're just like, um, I just like this shirt. It's got this cute little, like, triangle and the rainbow across. I'm like, no, no! <laughs> oh, it really ticks me off. Oh, man. And, and Pink Floyd is it's a band that, again, you know, really is known for their psychedelic sounds. Um, and it, it, they, they have very interesting, uh, you know, lyrics too. Like not just the sound, the lyrics are very disturbing, very, um, you know, they could be interpreted as like, you know, kind of like what the Beatles would write, you know, like with Lucy in the sky with diamonds, um, you know, comfortably numb. I don't know if people think, still think it's a song about drugs. Who knows, you know, <laughs> to which, to everybody has their own interpretation too that song you know to each their own um but i just feel like pink floyd is just i don't know overrated like they're always like yeah it's all about pink floyd man or um as i would like to call it in high school when kids were always doing drugs you know in the back of my you know photography class um they'd be like yeah man we're listening to pink floyd and getting high or doing this i'm like is there anything else that you can actually get high to? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what I mean. Like, they're just so overrated. And I don't know. I just feel like I, I listen to Pink Like, I'm always, like, constantly getting that, that Pink Floyd card again onto the table. Once, and people are saying, you know, it's Pink Floyd that, you know, makes you feel great. And they talk about drugs. And, and they're edgy because, you know, people didn't know it was about drugs. And I'm like, no, the other bands have done that in the past. And Pink Floyd was not the first. But that's just my tiny little rant. You see, as I promised, it was going to be tiny. Small. Yeah, that was a small rant. I have a feeling you're going to unload in the next one. Oh, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> on the bands I hate, I will uh, totally unload. <laughs> uh, I would actually like to share an official overrated band that I have on my list. My officially overrated band um, is Alice Cooper. Good one. Good one. You see what I'm saying? And here's why. 
Yeah. Alice Cooper, they're like, oh, Alice Cooper is so hardcore. Okay. Compared to Iron Maiden, compared to Slayer, compared to Black Sabbath slash Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, by the way, those four bands were all within the same decade of Alice Cooper. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, explain yourself and why you think Alice Cooper is like the guy for the face of metal besides Iron Maiden and Oz. Like, those are the three guys that share the title of like, oh, the... The put on a show type guys, uh, the shock of what metal is. I'm like, no, 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 because I listen to Alice Cooper once, because it comes on the radio station all the time. But like, I listened to an album by him, and I was like, no, 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 this isn't it. This is wrong. It's all wrong. <laughs> Get out of here. And also, Alice Cooper toured with Rob Zombie. Now, as I said before, and I talked about his review of seeing Rob Zombie in concert. He's nothing above a pop princess. He changes and puts on makeup after every couple set of songs. So, um, there's no real MVP here to talk about Metal Gods. Um, the only thing that Rob Zombie has going for him is that he does sound more hardcore than his predecessor, <laughs> Alice Cooper. Uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny because, uh, I know this is, I don't, this is a little bit off topic, but um the last year when i saw morrissey it was the day after donald trump had been elected and morrissey before he performed he played uh, uh the music video for elected by alice cooper um just a little fun fact <laughs> <laughs> morrissey respects alice cooper so yeah. and morrissey yeah. usually doesn't respect anybody <laughs> yeah i know but uh, yeah, I think so. He he might be a little, a little overrated. There are fans out there that have done, you know, I don't want to be rude, but maybe if you want to say a better job, or maybe they were the first ones to do it, than Alice Cooper, but I, I don't know. Just, I, th I think Alice Cooper just has his, uh, his own little way, or his own little following that kind of brings that overratedness to the table. Um, yeah. Yes. Mm. What did you think? Though? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the following as well that just worships Cooper. Like, if you watch any interview about like the history of uh, rock music or heavy metal music, like the streams of it, yeah, they would say Alice Cooper all the time. But uh, and that was how he got on the overrated list. Is like exactly what Edwin said. Is like there are people that did it better than him. Is my point. I'm trying to make. But his following just worships him. Worships him like. He is the guy when the, like I listed off those four bands that uh, shared the title with him, if not took the title from him. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Now, um, uh, now tell me, tell me who's next. Uh, my I have uh, the White Stripes. Ugh. Now I'm not gonna judge you. Just explain yourself why. Okay, well, oh man, they're really overrated. They're they're everywhere. Um, I just feel like it's always the white stripes in every commercial, the white stripes in every movie. The, the, they always have you know either icky thump or you know uh, uh, one nation army. No, I don't even. Oh, know seven nation what. army. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say salvation. Army. <laughs> 
No. Um, and they're they're overplayed, and I just feel like they're in every commercial, every movie, every I don't know, car commercial as well. It's just uh, I don't know, and they do have a very unique sound. I will say that. But I feel just with everything, if you're being fed constantly the same food over and over again, over and over again, you know, and then next thing you know, you're like, I'm kind of tired of this. And people are like, what are you talking about? This is the best food ever. You know, you you don't like, um, just name any food. I don't know. Okay. So, okay. Tofu. So people are like, what? You, you don't, you're tired of tofu? Tofu is like the best in the world. That's kind of what I feel with the white stripe. It's like, okay, I need to change it up a bit. And when you see it all like on one of your favorite, some of my favorite movies, you know, some of you know on TV, even on like horrible YouTube videos that are out there that use, you know, the white stripes as like the backtrack or the, like the, you know, the, the, you know, the background music. I'm just like, no, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not surprised by that because he is right. Any indie movie you watch, I bet you White Stripes is going to be playing in it. (laughs) Any offbeat show you watch, Jack White is going to be on it. Yeah, and and like I said, like I don't want people to think that because I put him on the overrated list is because I I hate him. No, no, no. Like it's not that. It's not that at all. Uh, There's some really great tracks from the White Stripes. But I just feel that it's always those songs that I mentioned. You know, it's always, uh, you know, Icky Thumb or um, what's another one that's always kind of repetitive. They kind of overplayed when I remember Apple had uh, bought that, that track. And I think it was like the iPod Color. Uh, yeah. Well, they had Seven Nation Army, Icky Thump, and uh, Slowly Turning Into You was also one of their singles. God, it's like the one where it says like she's in love with a girl and Oh uh, yeah yeah. That one. I yeah. can't think right now. Um <clears throat> well anyways, I remember when when iTunes or uh, Apple had bought that song and they used it on every commercial for that iPod. Slowly, you know, the car companies and a bunch of other things were like, We gotta put this song on every product. Yes, and I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> I think it was even on Target commercials, too. <laughs> uh, oh man, but that's just it. Yeah, I don't hate the band, please. I don't hate the band, it's just that their popular tracks are overplayed, and then some of their non popular tracks are not played, which are kind of good you know that they, they really have some really good tracks that are not um they're not i don't want to say recognized but they just aren't put you know or you know out there or you know the the light isn't really shine on those tracks so that's about it that's why i kind of think you know the white stripes are kind of overrated in, in that aspect and and maybe you might want to say um some of their stuff aren't uh, as you know, you know, it doesn't have the correct exposure, but you know, I, I just I think it's just uh, it fits on the category of our overrated, yeah. It does, I can see that now. I have a lot on my overrated list. Um, 
I'm just gonna Please. list off a few. I'm, I'm tired of my overrated. I I, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. Okay. I don't hate her. I would like to state, and I'm not mad at her for winning this year. Um, Adele is kind of overrated for me. Thank you. <laughs> now the reason Adele is overrated is because uh, her last album and the album she just released. Both of her songs were the same, same storyline, same thing. Now, her early, early song, like Daydreamer, my favorite song by Adele, hands down favorite song. Nothing like that. And now all of her songs sound the same. And I understand why, because that's what makes the money. That's what brings the hits. I get it. But stop. Girl, stop. You're better than that. You've won so many. You beat Beyonce. I, I still think Beyonce should have gotten that award. No. Oh. Not Adele. Yeah, and here's why. Because Adele had the same freaking song just two years ago. So, yeah. And Beyonce changed her whole album. Every album that Beyonce has is about relationships, but in a different setting. So, yeah, that's my issue with Adele. It's not because she won against Beyonce. It's just because all of her songs are the same thing. Like, I went through a breakup and I still hung up on you thinking about you. Beautiful song over it. Beautiful voice. That's Adele. <laughs> Morrissey doesn't even do that. Come on, Adele. Come on. Learn from Morrissey. Yeah, Morrissey. I, I know she's trying to be yes. the queen of mope and whatnot. Okay, it's cool. But honestly, like, your songs are so repetitive, Adele. <laughs> and, and I feel like she is, yeah, she is kind of overrated. Morrissey doesn't even have, Morrissey doesn't even do that. He doesn't. <laughs> It's I know. so true. Very sad, depressed. Oh, you know, woe is me that nobody recognizes me, or she doesn't recognize, or he doesn't recognize me. But at least he mixes it up. Unlike her, it's always the same thing. That is so true. I didn't even think about comparing Morrissey and Adele together because they do have the same type of music. It's sad and about breakups. Sad. <laughs> it sad. is. Yeah, it's it's sad, like Trump said, but it's way better yeah. than that because at least he changes it up a lot. So, like, yeah, the the instrument will sound the same, but the lyrics and the storyline or the meaning behind it would be completely different. So, Adele, step up your game. Maybe talk to um, the king of sad and uh, pop music, uh, Morrissey. Talk to him. He'll help you out, girl. I want to hear this. I think I'll make it very quick. Uh I will be very happy if Adele actually comes out with a rock album. Gets rid of the orchestral, piano, sad, you know, vibe that, you know, she has on her tracks. Actually, it makes, like, a rock album, like, kind of a little bit harder, like, a little bit with more, you know, energy and kind of pumpier. I would I would really give her praise and props if she does that. Just just a little side note. If, if, if that ever happens. Would you be up for that? I think the most rock Adele can do, being that that's her brand, is, like, so heavy. Like, the most she can do is, like, reach Lana Del Rey level, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Oh, she she would just put Lana Del Rey, like, down. Like, just, like, get out of here. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> scram. Yeah, because, like, Lana Del Rey is hard, but she's still, like, very, like, uh dark in her ways. Like, set in her ways of, like, sad music, too. 
Exactly. But I just don't, don't think Lana Del Rey has a very good singing voice. She doesn't at all. No, not at all. But like that's what you mean. Like as heavy as she can go would be Lana Del Rey. If you made comparisons to her other uh, competitors in that category. That's what it I think. Happen, happen. Yeah, and you could beat Lana Del Rey at her own game. You sound just like her, girl, except more beautiful. <laughs> All right, what's next? Oh, my next on my list, and I know uh, I'm sure a lot of my teenage group uh, is not going to like this because they've been uh, posting about this a lot and frequently. Green Day, I don't, uh, overrated. I'm really digging your list. I am. <laughs> and here's why. Yeah, you're going to catch me with my CD of International Super Hits by Green Day that they released in the early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah. But that's the only CD you're going to see me have by Green Day. And here is why. They are so commercial, yet they still sound just... Like, commercial. That's it. Hands down, commercial. Like, once they hit American Idiot, they were just like, oh, see, this is where the money's at, so we're going to continue with the same sound. And I said, yeah, same sound is good. That's good. You're staying true to who you are. But yeah, same sound, terrible lyrics. They're like not even punk rock anymore. Not, I mean, I know there's different types, different brands, but they're just not. They just don't have it. They don't have it anymore. They lost it. Like, look at Against Me and Rise Against. Those are two punk fans as well. Now, they're huge. They're superstars. But they still sound the same, but they still fit in with the trend. They don't have a balance anymore. Green Day lost that balance. Yeah. It's uh, Here's the thing. Green Day is not a bad band. No. Like, I will agree, you know, Green Day is not a bad band at all. They have created, you know, f- the first four albums that they, you know, put out there, they're probably one of the best. I still have those CDs, um, and you know, from time to time, I actually will listen to the those albums. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's just you know, it's just they 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 fall and they give in, and what's what's hot and what 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 you know these executives want on these record labels. You know, we want this sound, we want that. I think I don't their new album. I don't know what the title is, but I remember I only listened to three tracks, and that's it. <laughs> they were trying to like they, they were trying to project this drony like muse like guitar sound on one of them. That I just cringed, and I was like, "Ugh, God, get this away from here!" I was like, "Ugh, like, just get it out of here." Oh my Ugh. gosh! And and. This is sad because people still think, you know, Green Day is releasing the best of the best. And please, I'm not hating on Green Day. It's not that. It's just that, you know, they're 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 kind of they're put on a high, high pedestal right here. When reality, you know, they're they're down here. You know, they're, you know, a couple notches down and, and that's sad. It's a little sad um, that people still think that Green Day is the best band there is out there in terms of alternative rock, you know. No, yeah, no, no. Mm-mm. They're not. I'm sorry. They're just not. I just listed off two bands that are way better than them, and they still have like the same lifespan as Green Day. So, there, there's your suggestions in replacement of replacing such a lame band that they are now. Such a just don't stop buying their CDs, you guys. Stop it, unless it's their old ones. No, overrated. Overrated. <laughs> 
they get that stamp of overrated. Um, my next one, and I don't think a lot of people will know it, of it, and if you do, I'm impressed by your uh, very um, expansive palette. Corn uh, is on my list. Hmm, like it. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here's why, and I don't mean to be like disrespectful. I understand you have a CD to sell. And you want to experiment because you don't want to be like, oh, we're still, we sound the same. Like, it just sounds like we made the same American, we're just trying to do another American Idiot album like our brother in Green Day. I understand that, Corn. I get it. But listen, Corn, it fucking, it's shit, dude. It's shit. And I haven't cussed through this whole podcast, but that's the review of your last two albums. Like, stop, dude. Just stop. Let's see. You did an album with Skillerex, which is basically a dubstep album over you yelling at it. And that was like the most embarrassing album ever. Like, that was like so embarrassing. I hated it. it was what, was just... their, what was their last album? The Serenity of Suffering? I yes. Think, right? It was released last year. Mm-hmm. I can't really say much about that album. I haven't listened to it. Neither can um, I. Um, yeah. But it was. Uh, from what. From what friends told me, who are you know corn fans, and also like YouTube reviews in regards to that album, I don't recall a good you know review. I don't recall somebody saying you know they're back or you know it's a good album. No. Yeah, I remember that. I have the same thing. Like I remember they, they released an album with Skillerex, and I heard it, and I knew I wasn't gonna like it, but I just need to hear it because I was curious. It was terrible. Then I hear they're releasing another album, and. I didn't hear anything about it. It was just dead. It was like, you hear, Korn's making a new album. And that's it. But you never saw any reviews about it. Rolling Stone didn't even write about it. Nothing. So, Korn, what is going on, you guys? I don't understand. I mean, I understand what you're doing. I just don't understand, like, if it's not working, if it didn't work twice in a row, maybe you need to, uh, you need to fix it, you guys. Fix your brand. Chill. Fix that alternative metal. Get get it out of here, you know, or just just fix it, please. If not, just get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm getting towards the end of my overrated list into the juicy part after this, I promise. Incubus is on my list in Offspring. Now, I set them at the same time because it's the same review. Is like, I don't understand why they're considered so well-respected within the rock groups. Um incubus is sad it's just it is it's like why are they even getting as much credit as they get and why are they always headlining like if you go to the central valley you'll see incubus is like playing there all the freaking time they're always there uh i don't know why we like them here in the central valley uh stop don't do it quit it stop supporting this band because we need better bands, because there's no concerts going on, because you guys fucking are, like Incubus. Aren't they from the Valley, though? That's why? Yeah, they are from the Valley, but you can stop. Like, there's Valley bands that you'll never see in the Valley once they they leave and they don't come back. Like, that's how you know you made it. When you leave and you don't come back. Incubus obviously hasn't made it. They keep coming back. <laughs> I mean, they were influenced by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I can see, like, their early stuff is, like, so, like heavily influenced by them yes they're they're a great band but uh, yeah i don't know they're just again yeah they i think they do belong in the overrated 
list. Yeah, like in the early days, yeah, I can see it a lot. And then now I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't. I just hit it when they, their new album comes on, their new song comes on, I change it. I can't do this, Incubus. Stop. It's funny. Why are they headlining at, at, at festivals? Like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh. And then Offspring is also on my list because they're not hardcore. Like, I don't understand why they're even on the category. Like, any punk category there is. Skate punk category. Like, I don't see it. They only have three songs that everybody, like, likes. Mm-hmm. And it's not like if you search deeper into their albums, like, you're gonna find a, uh, a one that no one really likes. That no one really noticed, I mean. Like, I, I don't see it. I don't... It's not there for me, but they're overrated. If you think of punk bands, like, Offspring is always going to be on that list for no reason. It's just overrated. Like, I don't know. What is your thoughts on Offspring? Um, to be quite honest, I haven't listened to them fully to, you know, make make a certain judgment on them. So, um, they're kind of, they sound like, uh, they're like, uh, like Social Distortion, Pennywise, those type of bands, kind of, that genre. Yeah, like they're under that category, yeah, yeah, that genre. Yeah, no, I haven't really listened to them. Um, but it's probably because, yeah, I don't know, maybe it's kind of going off the realm of my taste of music, maybe just a bit, yeah, but it's cool. Uh, I'll probably have a listen to. I'll have a listen to it after the podcast, and then I'll give you my thoughts on it. Just turn on your alternative rock local radio station, and you'll freaking hear them. You don't even have to borrow. They're messing up your YouTube search history. All you have to do is turn on your local radio station. And they'll play those bastards all the time. The same freaking songs too. Oh. <laughs> so, so you're telling me if I were to right now go on, you know, I was gonna say AOL Music. Remember that back in the day? I don't know. If, if, if you're old like me, then probably AOL was a shit back then. They used so, to advertise um, it all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, you were telling me if I go to my local AOL station and I click on alternative, that band's gonna play. Like punk rock alternative, if you go to Spotify and you look up like skate rock punk, <laughs> like they'll be on top of the list. Like that is the list. Huh. Well, actually, funny thing, um, I looked it up on my phone right now, and they're coming here to Dana Point, which is like a couple minutes away from where I'm at, (laughs) (laughs) for a taco fest. It says Sabroso Taco Fest 2017, uh, uh, April the 8th, but that day I will actually be Dean Morrissey, so sorry, uh, Offspring, you're you're, you're not, you know, I will be absent that day. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah, priority. is a priority. (laughs) In the words of Tatiana from RuPaul's Drag Race, choices. (laughs) Uh, Alright, so that's on my overrated list. That's the wrap of my overrated list. Now let's get into um, the real reason why we're here is to hear the hate list. Oh yeah. This is a naughty list. This is a bad list. Like, stand up this little be like oh hell no like just, just bury it <laughs> uh, you know and and here's the thing i so i did not just choose these bands because you know i just hate them there are reasons like like really really 
great reasons of why I decided, you know, these are bands that I just do not want to hear, touch, smell, nothing. Just get it out of here, you know. If I was dictator of Spotify or any streaming service or even, like, a record store, I'd be like, get these bands out of here. They don't belong here. Get them out of here, right? You like how my hate is coming? Oh, it's I can <laughs> feel like... it. I can feel the energy, and I love it. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, let's get started. You want you want me to go first or you first? I want to hear yours first. I've been dying to hear it all week. I've been dying. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> first one on my list is Fallout Boy. Ooh, I saw Fall them in concert Out. when I was thirteen. So I'm oh. excited to hear your review of that. Okay. Well, Fallout Boy. Where to begin? Oh my gosh. Okay, first from the Ghostbusters track that they released, <laughs> the original Ghostbusters track was was done. You know, you know, and, and I'm not trying to get all political here with the feminine Ghostbusters. I mean, I I watched the movie, I had an open mind, and I was like, okay, cool, new approach to the Ghostbusters. Let's see if they can execute it. Uh, it wasn't so good. I'm sorry. And and spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the film, they killed uh uh Bill Murray. In the most horrific way ever. That's it. It's just, uh, anyways, um, off topic. Sorry, sorry. Off topic. Um, Fallout Boy. It's just I don't know what what these guys are, you know, releasing. It's garbage after garbage after piles of garbage. It's just horrible. Um, and again, going back with what I mentioned in the beginning, they covered that Ghostbusters song you know from the original in 1970 or was it 80 or 70 i don't know when the track came out uh what's that guy who released the the original song from the ghostbusters he also did back to the future well that's his name i can't think of his name i can't think of his name but when i see him i know him because he only did like two songs yeah and, and he's oh my god what's his name Let's see. Let's fact check this because I don't want to upset the fans here. <laughs> the fans um, of that guy who wrote two songs. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why am I? Uh, I can't think of it. Oh my gosh! Let's see here. Um, is it? Oh yeah, Hugh Lewis and yeah, the power he made the power of love. You know so. Yeah, that guy. So, Huey Lewis um, also did the Ghostbusters track. So, you know, I that that uh, that soundtrack and and that you know, yeah, that original you know Ghostbusters theme uh, was you know it's it's one of a, it's one of a kind. So you know, as an executive at Sony, I would be like, you know what, let's. Let's reinvent the wheel here, you know, but not slaughter it and get this nasty, you know, low IQ, uh, untalented band like Fallout Boy. And, you know, who does that? Who, who hires these guys to, you know, you know, make, make the track or the, the song for the new Ghostbusters movie? Who does that? It's just, it's horrible. Oh. It's cancer to your ears. Oh and, and my Fall Out Boy has just been delivering, you know, album after album that is just 
atrocious. I think only 14-year-olds or, you know, 12-year-olds listen to that, that stuff. I would like um, to add to this comment as it's very much true. Just like 21 Pilots, Fall Out Boy is only meant for teenage girls. Yeah. <laughs> it is very, very accurate. It's true because, like, so their, their last album came out um, right before they... Like, they probably had to do it right after Ghost, right before Ghostbusters was announced to be released. So, yeah, I completely agree. It's like, I wouldn't say I hate Fall Out Boy because, like, you know, I'm a 13-year-old. I was a 13-year-old girl that liked Fall Out Boy. So, it's like this nostalgia thing with me. But, yeah, they're very much overrated. Uh, I don't understand. Like, once you become a grown person, it's like, I can't. I'm, like, if I get invited to a Fall Out Boy concert, I'm going to have to say no, dog. As um, as Randy Jackson said, no, because I'm not 13 years old anymore. It is very much cancer to my ears now. Um, my IQ has grown since then. I would agree with Edwin. Yeah. So, um, and I will admit, you know, I did listen to Fall Out Boy when I was, like, in middle school. I did listen to from, you know, from under the cork tree. Um, but that's, that's about it. Um, that's all... I really listened to, and I remember one of their albums, sorry, I had to like look at my notes here, and one of their albums was, in 2013, Save Rock and Roll, and I was like, really? Come on, you're, you're trying to save rock and roll, just get out of here, please, just stop it, like, get this cancerous piece of turd album out of my sight, and out of every record shop, because you are not collaborating to saving rock and roll, that's it, period. Uh, <laughs> What are your thoughts on Pete Wentz? Oh, but well, here's the thing. Um, you did mention. Oh, sorry to cut you off there. You did mention Twenty One Pilots, right? Yes, I did. Is that on your list? No, Twenty One Pilots isn't even on my list because I don't even want to like go there because they were just in my town. Oh, I'm going there because go there. Take it for me. My list. I'm not kidding. It is on my list after Fallout Boy. Take it for yeah. me because I don't feel like going at that rant that I went into when I found out they're going they're they're gonna be in my town. So tell me your thoughts and I probably will have the same review. Okay, let's transition to Twenty One Pilots just really quick. So what are they? Okay, here's the thing. Twenty One <laughs> Pilots. What the f are they? What are they? Okay, I don't know. They 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 release like these reggae tracks, this like pop, and like this hip hop you know song that everybody's liking stressed out and whatnot it's just overplayed on the radio that's how i know okay but when i when i when i first heard of 21 pilots my friend was like yeah you know my, my girlfriend likes 21 pilots they're like the coolest thing ever we we like her she's getting me into it i didn't know anything about this band so i you know as a good friend was like oh that's cool man yeah okay all right he's like yeah man you have to like listen to it so I did. I go home. I sat down. I listened to it. I was just cringing the whole time. I was like, what is this? Like, this is not music. This is like two guys just trying to do, you know, whatever pops up in their mind. And they're like, you know, we're, we're going to do hip hop. This, this is, you know, let's, let's add a little elements of reggae here with alternative. And you're just like, Ugh. it's just, it's messy. It's all over the place. I really don't know if, if, if somebody were to tell me, you know what, right uh, ten, or actually, a ten-page paper on Twenty One Pilots and what genre they are and what you know what they're contributing to culture. Lem, I, I don't think I could write that paper because they are garbage. 
garbage. They are not contributing to anything. They, I don't even know what they are. And and I think I would just fail. I'd be like, you know what? I can't figure out what genre they are. I don't know what they are. <laughs> They're a mess. Let me just come up with a genre for them. A mess. <laughs> right over. I'm sorry. <laughs> The the genre for them is is garbage. It's a garbage genre. Um, that's also yeah. That's my thing. So when they were playing in Fresno, my hometown, um, the five five nine, for my, for the real MVPs here, um, the five five nine, they had all time low. Twenty one pilots in Blink one eighty two. Now Blink, but still. Now, my response to that, because I was at a concert and they were putting in the flyers in your car, as they do, which is disrespectful, don't fucking touch my car. Anyways, besides the point, that's besides the point. That's that's besides the point. Um, when I saw that list, um, my thoughts were fucking garbage. Like, I, here's my thing, because Blink-182 is also on my list of fans I, I don't like. Like, I don't hate them, but I just don't like them. So, um... Yeah, so when I saw that, I was like, whoa, like, wow, really? Really? Like, let's just get garbage. Let's just put garbage. Like, the Save Mart Center in Fresno is suffering so bad that they're just booking garbage because 13-year-old kids, they need to attract 13-year-old kids, and they want their parents to suffer. Like, they, that's that was my review of that whole lineup, was like, okay, garbage. Oh, I love it when you rent. it's good though i know it's sad i mean i don't know the venue wherever you live but it's sad because like the same thing happened here but not in my hometown um that i think there was a band that was supposed to play and i mean good for the band They, they didn't play um and i think they got booked somewhere else from what i heard um i think it was uh let me remember that the thing was like wild nothing or one of those bands but here comes, you know, um, you know, 21 Pilots. And, you know, we, we got to have that venue because, you know, we got these 13, 14, 15, 16-year-olds that, you know, their, their parents are willing to pay the ticket for, you know, you know, two tickets, not just for, you know, their daughter or son, also for their neighbor. And, oh, it's just a mess. Like, it really is. Like, come on. Like, I feel like, like these 14-year-olds. When I was 14, you know what I was listening to? Come on. Morrissey. You know, thank you. I was. <laughs> and these 14-year-olds are listening to this garbage and just, it's not appealing. And their tracks, I, I don't connect with them. I really don't. Uh, I don't. When I was 14, you know what concert I went to? What? Rise Against. Now, that's huge. Oh, that's huge. I mean... That's actually, that's actually pretty good. That's no, pretty that's decent. Good. Pretty decent. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. say it's huge, but it, it's decent. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. All right. I won't trust you for that, though. Yeah. Because that's actually better than, like, telling me, oh, you know, I, I went to uh, see Nickelback as my first concert. No, <laughs> I mean, I live in Yosemite, but I'm not a Republican redneck. I would like to say that, um, Edwin. That's very disrespectful. We've known each other for this long, and you're saying that to me? I was kidding. <laughs> and no, and honestly, this is the next thing on my list. Nickelback. <laughs> That's a joke. But that, they're a band. They're a joke of a band. That's the review of that. <laughs> <sighs> I, we're, I, 
I'm actually running out of breath here. And honestly, <laughs> Nickelback, um, there's no, I, I don't need to really dive into why I hate them. Yeah, you don't. It's just, you know, they are the Cubs of bands. You know, they are just the worst of the worst. They are the Browns of bands. Like in terms of football, if you know that reference, the Browns suck at everything. Yeah. Um, they even suck at losing. That's how bad they are. Nickelback, <laughs> I think it's meant for the kid who isn't allowed to like listen to CDs with the parental advisory label on it. <laughs> that's that's what I think. <laughs> and and I think I love Canada. Canada has you know great artists. You know you have Drake, you have Matt DeMarco, but Nickelback is the worst thing that Canada has given to us you know to the u.s and to all all parts of the world and i just i don't know what nick nickelback is just it's just nickelback i think they even know they're really bad <laughs> that's how bad it is yeah yeah they do and i think when nickelback when avril lavigne was like oh don't say nickelback's a terrible band like even nickelback was like don't defend me girl like i know i suck like they didn't even defend themselves their girlfriend did so that just goes to show you where Nickelback knows where they're at. Like, yeah. it's like equivalent to like Three Doors Down. Like, if you like Three Doors Down, um, I'm not talking to you. Um, then you know why. They played at the inauguration. So that's like, that's up there with Nickelback and like Three Doors Down are like in the same group. Three Doors Down. What are they doing? Garbage? Yeah, what are they producing? They played for garbage, so they are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're gonna have Trump on the on the back of the sleeve of the of the record on their yeah. Just it's gonna they're like gonna they're, make an instead of <laughs> instead of the white album they're making the orange album. <laughs> I know, right? There you go. Trump's face all over it. Yeah. But yeah, Nickelback. I mean, I don't really don't need to dive in into why I hate him. It's just they're just hateable. Like they're right there. It's like it's it's like. It's like poo, you know? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this poo analogy. But nobody says, hey, yeah, that poo is so beautiful. No, it's just, it's poo. You know, it's garbage and you don't need to really say anything about it. That's it. You're just like, oh, that's species. Yeah. <laughs> what else can you say? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Uh, well, I have two more. I need to hear some of your list, though, before I, I say my last two, though. Okay, um, Eminem is on my list. Wow, good. <laughs> good, yeah. And here's why I'd like to state, uh, where I come from does not define me. <laughs> where I come from does not define me. Yeah, I'm from the Central Valley. I'm from Fresno, California. But I'm not from the east side of Fresno, California. And also, yeah, I, I lived in Clovis, but you would never catch me acting like those Clovis white kids that so badly want us to live on the east side. It's not me. That's not who I am. You'll never you know, catch... catch me outside. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like when people think of the Central Valley, they think like trash. Like, it's not trash. There's we don't all of us don't listen to Eminem. Um, none of us really like ACDC. That's also on my hate list. I just look white. Like that—that's where I stand on ACDC. Um, when they had when they were the headliners for Coachella, um, my senior year, 
uh, I was devastated. I was devastated because, like, I so badly wanted to go to Coachella. Like, you know how badly? I knew I would have gotten that as a senior gift, too, the Coachella tickets. But guess who was headlining? ACDC. So, didn't happen um, because I didn't want it to happen. So, ACDC, uh, I wouldn't say they would hit under the garbage. I would say they hit on, like, they're not cool. They're really not. They're just, it's this high pitch. It's a voice. It's a man with a high pitch voice. <laughs> That's the equivalent sound. That sounds like my cat. Like if my cat could speak words, he would sound just like ACDC. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, a fun story about that Coachella. Okay, so long story short, uh, I remember um, I was in a relationship at the time, and we were like, "Yeah, we're excited to go to Coachella." And, and I think that Coachella was 2015. Yeah. Coachella. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and we bought our tickets 2014, and we broke up. I remember the beginning of of that year, and uh, I was like, "One kind of." Up- course very upset and very devastated heartbroken and you know from the breakup but then later on it was like i said to myself um i kind of didn't want to see acdc (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because you brought that up and it's funny because i sold the ticket and i still remember here's the story where it goes so i sold the ticket because i remember it was sold out and i think drake was also headlining yeah he was yeah and so um you know, people were going crazy for that. And so I bought my ticket on Craigslist. Or, uh, yeah, excuse me. I sold my ticket on Craigslist. And some guy gave me, like, 500 for it. So I had another additional, you know, 800 save on. Or I think it was, like, 600 or 800 saved on my bank account. And with that money, <laughs> I bought my car. I, that, that was my down payment for my car. Yeah. So... Thank you, ACDC, for doing that for me, right? So, <laughs> That's yeah. the only reason why you're not and on Edwin's hate list. Too, so, yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. only reason you're not on Edwin's hate list is because you were able to, like, help him get his car, so. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you guys are just on my hate list. Um, now, next, um, this is my last one. Because I, I think I might have had a very short hate list, and then Edwin is just, like, making me think of all the other bands I hate, so I'm sure this isn't the end of it, Let it technically. Out. Let it out. Let it out. Uh, yeah, so my last one, probably not, because Edwin will, like, re-emerge these feelings I have for other bands I hate. Um, bon Jovi is actually on my list. I don't know if it's a, a West Coast thing of why I don't like Bon Jovi, because uh, if you think about it, mostly New Jersey girls like Bon Jovi because he is from um, the East Coast. But yeah, Bon Jovi's just not not my type, not my speed. Um, it reminds me of my uh, grandmothers, uh, so that's a lot of it. <laughs> and plus, I don't I don't see like like I said with a lot of these '80s hair bands, there's no relatability to their lyrics. Uh, it's a bit ridiculous. At times, a lot of it, a lot of 80s bands are like that. Anyways, um, the mainstream 80s bands, as you know, um, I'm a very big fan of Joy Division <laughs> in R.E.M., even though they're like early 90s. But yeah, yeah, like Bon Jovi, I wasn't feeling it. I never have, and I never will get it. <laughs> Good, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't really hate Bon Jovi, nor do, like, I, mean, I don't mind him, nor do I think he's the best thing ever but i can see why i don't know 
I really don't connect with Bon Jovi either. So, but he, I wouldn't put him on my hate list though. Yeah, I feel like hate is a strong word for Bon Jovi. <laughs> I, I can listen like the thing is it's bearable. Like I can listen to an album from Bon Jovi and I will be perfectly fine. But it's just like it's just like junk food. You know, you have it and you're like, okay, you know, you're li- you're enjoying the moment. But then afterwards, you're just like, oh, I kind of set my stomach. I don't think I'll eat it after a while. That's kind of what I feel with Bon Jovi. It's don't really like it, you know. I'll have it here once in a while, but then again, after you're done with it, you're like, okay, no, no, I'm done. That's my thoughts on Aerosmith. That's like Aerosmith's under my category of like how you describe junk food. Like that's my metaphor for Aerosmith. Really? Yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah. I can't. I can't do an Aerosmith impersonation. I thought I felt really bad at it. Uh, not for my hate list. No, I don't. Okay. The last two bands. The other one is Panic at the Disco. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon Urie, I will say, is a very, very good uh, singer, though. He is. But he makes, like, he he makes the, the, like, okay. The guy can sing, for sure. Yes. Got a nice, got he he's got the looks too. Mm-hmm. But my gosh, dude, what are you making? Like this this music is something that is just like so. I don't know, like it's so two thousands. It's like what is this? Like this this is not good. And not only that, he's trying to go like try to have his own like little indie phase. Like you know, gotta gotta attract the hipster crowd. Let me just you know, like you know, make myself a little bit more hipster and edgy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it just came out as just bad, like really, really bad. Um, <laughs> and I remember like eventually like his original band members just like ditched them and then he just became <laughs> Brandon Yuri. And, and panic at the disco technically, you know, still oh, yeah. under that name. But I'm just like, dude, just go solo, please. Just, Get rid of that name. Panic at the Disco. Uh, I think that, that, honestly, if Brandon Yuri was at the Disco, that's, that's what would happen. That's how bad he is. There, there would be panic. So <laughs> the, the name says it all. Like, just Brandon Yuri, stop making music and just retire. <clears throat> just really, really retire. I wouldn't say um, retire. Because like we both said, he's very, uh, he's vocally, he's very talented. I would say drop Panic at the Disco. And go solo? Go solo. Like, really go solo. Like, don't feed into the commercial bullshit. Like, really go solo. Like, do you, boo. Like, do you, Brandon. And I have a feeling he'll be very successful. I mean, he already has the fan base, but if he really absorbs his full potential instead of feeding into, like, the hype of it, I think, yeah, he could probably, like, you would hate him less if he stopped doing what he was doing, which is trying to be of of trend on trend instead of tapping into his full talent yeah i don't know he like <laughs> what's the last album that he did death of a bachelor oh god uh, <laughs> garbage and also too weird to live too rare to die i uh, hated that that I, made me so I, mad I could not listen to that whole thing i could not listen to that whole album like i think i only lasted for about a track and a half yeah one track and a half yes and and the rest was 
okay skip 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 same it's, just, it's bad same it really is bad it I'm was sorry. Okay, the last, the last album, and I'm sorry, all you Adam Levine, Levine, whatever his name is, <laughs> last name, Room 5 is my, you know, it's the band that I really don't like, I'm sorry, it's just, uh, I don't know what, you know, just like, kind of, kind of like Brandon Yuri, but I think just Adam Levine is just, I don't know what he is anymore. Is he? The guy's got charm. The guy's got looks for sure. But what does he sing? And his voice is just really annoying. Kind of like how you feel with ACDC. I think Adam's voice is just really bad. And it's just with what he crafts. <clears throat> excuse me. With what he crafts in terms of music and sound, and then with the vocals of Adam. They really don't mesh well. They really don't. I I don't know what who or who listens to Adam Levine. Really, who? What's what's the uh, what's the targeting audience for Adam Levine? Is it again fourteen year olds, sixteen year olds, right. like you know, very good looking thirty year old guys? <laughs> it would probably be like uh, mothers, like all. Oh, or mothers. Mothers. Oh, okay. Then, but they do play Maroon Five at the grocery store, so that's where he stands. Like that's the ultimate insult, is when they are playing your music at the grocery store. Maroon Five, and 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 I think uh, I actually was debating whether if it was going to be in the overrated list or in the hate list, but then I eventually gave in and I said and I said to myself, you know what, they deserve to be on that hate list. They don't deserve to be on the overrated list. Uh, the, the the songs that Adam crafts they're just too poppy, and he calls himself a rock star. That's I'm what like, I hate. Bro, you wait. Yes, no I hate that so much. I totally agree with you. Oh my god, it makes me cringe. Oh, I agree. He doesn't even have a band. Like I don't <laughs> even think it's a band project anymore. I think it's just like <sighs> Adam Levine. Oh, but I'm Maroon Five, you know, and when he's playing live. I'm always like, or, you know, from like, you know, whether it's like stuff that I see on TV and, you know, I think he, did he play at the Super Bowl? I feel like he did a while ago. Like he didn't play recently, but he played a while ago. Yeah. Not too far though. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, even, even so, like, just like, I remember one time, I think I was flipping through the news and some like, or some channel and I was noticing this that like it's Adam Levine front and center and the band members look dead as fuck and like I'm just like <laughs> they're not even playing I think it's just like the backtracks you know I'm like wow that is I'm sorry sorry if I cuss but that's how I, I saw the, the rest of the band members I'm like they're just out of it like they're just like we're here just like to pretend we're playing our instruments and it's all Adam here Oh my like, god. Come on. And he calls himself a rock star. Like, just please stop. <laughs> oh, that's so true. They do look dead. Like, I'm trying to think of all the band members because it's only Adam Levine. But yeah, like, thinking about it, yeah, they all look dead. <laughs> they're just like, I'm just here for a paycheck. It's like, just like a job from eight to five for them. They're just like, you know what? I'm just here. To, I'm just here for a paycheck. You know, I'm, I signed that contract. I'm just here to just get my paycheck. That's it. You know, <laughs> I, 
really bad. But yeah, Maroon 5 is just one of those bands that I really despise. Um, I, I don't know. It's just... I don't even know what what are they. They're not a they're not a rock band. They're not alternative. I think they're just pop. But when I look at their, you know, even on Spotify, I think their bio says like, um, you know, they're they're um, give me a second. They're a pop rock and neo soul. I have no idea what neo soul is band. What the hell is that neo soul? <laughs> I am surprised you are insulting your SoCal brethren. Uh, I'm shocked by your behavior and by your lack of loyalty. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, no, no. Adam Levine. He is oversaturated. Like he is the definition of commercial. Oh yeah, totally. Come on, he's he's got that show. What the voice? Yes. Ah, uh, God. Why is he even in there when his voice is like the most jacked up thing there is to? I'm sorry. When people say, oh, he's a really good singer. No, no, no. Like, there are better singers out there. He's a very high-pitched singer, so he mostly gets the girls. Uh, not not mean like mostly gets the girls in a very romantic way. He mostly gets the girls on his team because he's so high-pitched. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To me, he does sound like a cat that's being strangled, though. Very much does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. funny. I actually got a headache just from, like, ranting and venting from, yeah, for, what was it, like, you know, 10 minutes of ranting. Yeah, I actually have a headache. <laughs> I get it, yeah. It, so, to wrap this up, because we both are getting very much drained from complaining about these god-awful bands, um, I have one more list, and it's just bands, musicians I just don't like. Um, Kiss. I don't, I hate Kiss, and it's probably because of Gene Simmons I would like to add. Uh, no Ethics. They're a punk band that, uh, they're in, like, every headlining festival for punk. And to me, I'm just like, they're tacky, and I hate them. No ethics. That's my stance on no ethics. Um, I'm going into rappers again. DJ Khaled. I hate him. He's tacky, corny, cheesy. And Little Wayne. Like I love this of hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> and Little Wayne is uh, also on my list, and it's mostly due to the fact... Um, it's not his work as much, like his art. It wouldn't be that. I would, like, in general, like his persona, like, I get it. It's fine. It's the lyrics a little bit more. Like, yeah, there's some pretty funny metaphors and comparisons he makes or set up and punchlines that are really genius. But then at the same time, there's where you're just like, there's some rap music and you're like, that's kind of disgusting and, and very crass to say. And I think that's a lot of Little Wayne. I'm just like, really? Like, you're just kind of ridiculous. You're overdoing it. Uh, you're a billionaire now. You can chill. Uh, why do you have to drink so much lean? Like, you don't need to do that. Like, what I mean is, like, the persona anymore. You're a billionaire now, man. Look at Jay-Z. Like, he does shit here and there, but it's just for his, it's just for his wife. Like, you can do that. You can just do shit here and there and do 
really shitty lines and no one's gonna disrespect you they're like he's a billionaire he's a rap mogul like jay-z like yeah he gets featured on his raps and on beyonce's tracks and it's fucking awful but we're all just like whatever he's a rap mogul he's married to like the most beautiful woman ever no one cares so that's what i'm saying little wayne tone it down chill tone it down down. (laughs) i always thought little wayne looked like a like a a little mouse i don't know he's got this face of a like a little rodent Uh, he does (laughs) yeah Yeah. sorry sorry little wayne if you're listening to this podcast yeah, Lil Wayne, um, I'd like to hear your side of it and why is this still your persona? You're a mogul now. You can chill. You can kick back, man. <laughs> now we have some big news. Um, both of us actually do. and um, So you are very much in the process of YouTube. You've already like almost started. All you have to do is editing now. Yeah, actually, I, okay, there's two processes. So there's the editing portion, and there's a name for, you know, I still have to pick a name for my uh, YouTube channel. I kind of want to, I'm, I'm leaning towards one, and I'll tell you right now what what it could possibly be, but I don't want people to think that, okay, there we, there we have to follow him at that YouTube channel. No, no, it's still not, you know, set in stone. So, um it could be like the grade book because I will be giving grades to certain albums. So it's kind of like a teacher, you know, that keeps track of grades or of his, you know, of his students' grades on a certain grade book, something like that, that concept. But it's still in the works, you know, um, still in the pre-production uh, phase. So nothing yet where it's uploaded. So, you know, I'll let you know for sure. And I have an update for you on my YouTube channel. For those of you who've been my day ones, you would know that I did start on YouTube and I left YouTube because fuck that. I don't need that that noise. And also, I don't like taking showers. <laughs> but uh, I came right back to you guys as as I do. That's just how I roll. So now all of my audio files for um, the Sage Advice Podcaster on YouTube. If you were not feeling live sin, you find YouTube more easier to navigate. I, all my audio files are now on there. And every Wednesday, you'll be getting updates within that channel. If you're not subscribed, you could subscribe to me on YouTube at Sage Productions. And uh, you will see all of my updates every Wednesday with my episodes on there. Um, but if you don't like YouTube either, um, if you're just like me, uh, you could just go to Leibson, sageadvicepodcast.leibson.com and uh, you get all of my playlists. And those are in order, too. They're from the the latest drop to the beginning, which I prefer. I was trying to organize the, the episodes on YouTube, but it's just a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> it's just annoying and a pain in the ass. So, yeah, just go to sageadvicepodcast.leibson.com and everything is, like, from the late the latest drop to all the way down, which is way better um and you can follow me on snapchat and instagram at that sage schaefer and there's a link in my bio to the sage advice podcast.libsen.com if then there if you don't like typing and you get all cool promo updates within the instagram sometimes funny videos in my story and shout outs to all the cool people on my podcast edwin 
gets shout outs a lot and you can follow edwin on instagram edwin what is your instagram name uh edwin's nothing so ed wins nothing just like my mom used to tell me when i was 14 <laughs> you know you're not gonna win anything in life no i'm just kidding so yeah ed, ed wins nothing on my instagram and uh also uh at small affair on twitter so yeah, I don't know if I'll ever have a Twitter. I don't know yet. Like, I don't think I'm, like, that well-known enough to have a Twitter. I mean, I like the Trump gossip. That's why I have it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's true, though. There's, like, a lot of drama on Twitter that I, like, miss out on. So I kind of, like, want to see that. Like, there's a lot of shit that goes down on Twitter, and I like that. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see someday. Maybe you might. And then, you know, you'll you'll be highly addicted to the tweets. Oh, yeah. I, like, I have a feeling I'm going to like it. Like, I like the drama tweets. I like getting the updates of, like, who's fighting who. Like, I love it. But, uh... There you go. I just feel like I need to get a little more popular to start getting a Twitter account. I'll take time. I'll take time. Uh, yeah, I'm patient enough, I guess. Now, tell us, would you like to reveal your secrets of, like, how you get really good Instagram pictures? Uh, mine? It's just... Oh. Well, what uh, apps are you using to get that great quality? Well, well to be quite honest, okay, so here's uh, uh, the catch. They're not taken on my iPhone. Some of them aren't. Uh, some of them are actually taken on my DSLR and then uploaded to my phone afterwards. Just the quality. And, and you can tell, right? You can tell, <laughs> they yeah. Taken cell phone. Yeah. But that's just a little bit about me. Sometimes if I'm, you know, if it's a quick thing, maybe my phone, but it's always the DSLR. So, yeah. So that's a secret, yeah. you guys. If you followed him off of this podcast, that's a secret. Get yourself a camera. <laughs> yeah, save money for a camera. They're not cheap either. They're pretty expensive. They aren't. And the lenses are also expensive too because oh, yeah. so many different lenses you can get. So much potential. Uh yeah, so also, you, I have a, the Sage Advice Podcast now has an email. So email me at the Sage Advice Podcast at gmail.com. And you can email me your address and I can send you stickers and thank you packages. And within that package are Game Monster stickers because Game Monster is helping us keep it retro. And I get to do PR for them and I get to play video games and it's so much fun. So Game Monster School. And you get um, thank you packages from Hello Casanova. Their YouTube, those YouTubers that I have on frequently, um, just playing Arias in the Hello Casanova group. And Edwin, eventually, um, whatever you blow up and you start making Vistaprint everything, you can contribute to the thank you package as well. So everybody who's on my podcast, if they have anything they have, like anything they promote, um, cool stuff. They, it goes into my thank you package, you guys. So you get all the cool gear to let everybody know um, you're with it since day one. Because there's going to be different thank you packages with every new new uh, cool product they get in to um, talk about their projects and platform. Um, if Edwin had one, I would say it would probably be like um, something very uh, Southern Cal, like a tennis racket. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it would be uh, <laughs> it'd be a Polaroid. Right? Uh, With, like, heavily filtered uh, Photoshop on it of, like, fluorescent lights, because that's so SoCal. You can't, <laughs> like, you can't even. 
Uh, you just—it's just that it's just a Polaroid and then the date on it, and that—that's that's, that's uh, Edwin's contribution to the thank you package for the podcast. Right. <laughs> or right. a black and white photo of just him, but you barely see his face. It's like half a face. Yeah. Or or a horribly photoshopped image of me hugging Morrissey. So. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, yeah, I was on a, on the episodes of Search Vice. Um, if any if i did one if in photo wise to represent northern cal it would be like a polaroid and then the backdrop would be like some bohemian chic pattern in the back and it's just a big uh hat looks like western-esque hat with a tribal print dress on because that's northern cal for you and like mike hibacha in a mason jar <laughs> but that's not there. You get Sage Advice stickers, Hello Casanova cards, and Game Monster stickers as well. And um, be sure to like Game Monster on Facebook because you get the exclusives of what he just found. What Game Monster just found, and you can buy them right there on on uh, Facebook. All of the game systems. Uh, Edwin, if you're a video game player, you should go check out Game Monster on eBay because they have the Super Nintendo that your mother sold. Ugh. <laughs> uh, well, um, that sucks that my mom sold that, but you I mean, get it right pretty, back. Yeah, I, I'll check it out for sure. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And and you can get your game, uh, your Game Boy too. We just got a rare Game Boy and um, Toys R Us exclusive Game Boy from the '90s. For those of you who don't know, the, it makes the battery the battery pack is different. Um, very exclusive. And if you broke your Game Boy or your cousin stole your Game Boy. Whatever the situation is, you can relive that with the nostalgia yeah. and all. So check it out. Oh, got one. Yeah. oh, see? Yeah. I want one so bad. Game Monster, I might just buy that one. Like, <laughs> I wanted I wanted a Game Boy so bad when I was a kid. But I never got one. I never got one. I, I was never allowed to play video games. But look at me now. Look at me now. But yeah, check it out. <laughs> and like Sage Schaefer on Facebook. Let's get to 200 likes already, you guys. Um, thank you, Edwin. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was about time to finally vent and talk about the overrated and the the ugly fans that I really hate. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be more episodes with Edwin when he, uh, if he ever gets sick of me. There's gonna be more episodes with Edwin if you love him dearly. And if you like hearing his um, very insightful and very, very nice reviews. Uh, so expect that. And I have a feeling our next one is going to be, um, we're inching closer and closer to talking about veganism. Um, what mark are you on now with your, your veganism lifestyle, your veganism so? It's good. It's going so far. So good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm consistent. What is it like? I think three months now, three months around that, that I have not eaten any dairy products. So I'm pretty happy. I'm proud of myself somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting closer and closer uh, to talking about it. I can feel it. I know it. It's going to happen, you guys. You get to hear so much more about being a vegan and how I troll people online. <laughs> <laughs> Lives matter, okay? <laughs> <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> so yeah, that's coming. Uh, thank you, Edwin. 
and to everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye!